Hi, and welcome to the Genesis Podcast. We're so glad to be able to bring a small portion of our community to you through this medium and hope that you'll join us in our endeavor to embolden one another to change the world by effectively representing Jesus Christ. If you would like to know more about who we are as a community, as well as when and where we meet, you can visit us online at thegenesisstory.com. Also, if you have benefited from this podcast in any way or would like to participate in what we're doing here at Genesis, would you consider partnering with us by donating online again at www.thegenesisstory.com. There you can select the giving tab and how you would like to contribute to the general fund or even to the building fund. Remember, we can do more together than we can ever do alone. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. God bless. You guys ready? All right. Let's, uh, let's get started. Make yourself at home, though. Have cake, have coffee, water, go to the restroom, whatever you need to do. We're family. But let's pray. Heavenly Father, we, we love you, Lord, and we just, we just thank you and praise you for what you've done and what you're doing and what you're going to do. Uh, just uh, fascinating to me, Lord, that we can talk to you and that you hear us and that you actually talk back to us. I just pray that tonight would be a, a first step into a journey of prayer for us, so that we would all just go deeper and just um, really lean into you, Lord. Uh, you can be trusted. Uh, you are faithful. So uh, just be blessed this evening uh, through our fellowship and through this time together. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Yeah, so last week we talked about um, prayer, talking to God, and just what a cool thing it is that we can talk to God. The main scripture we looked at last week was uh, where Jesus said, when you pray, go to your room and shut the door, and your Father who sees you in secret will reward you openly. So you pray in secret, and God is going to reward you. Huge. Like, awesome. That's it. End of sermon. Like, right? That's it, right? That's all you need to know. If you pray in secret, God will reward you. Uh, we had a group discussion and talked about what those rewards could be. I mean, anything and everything from wisdom and discernment and joy in your heart to comfort and answered prayers and God using your life and all those things. Uh, we also touched on nonverbal communication last week, how we say things nonverbally, a lot of things that speak louder than words, like a hug, for example. If I hug you, what am I saying? I love you. I miss you. It's good to see you, or I support your decision, or I'm sorry you're going through or whatever you're going through. A hug can actually say a lot of stuff. So nonverbal communication is a real thing, and you're communicating to God whether you know it or not. Our lives are speaking to God. We are praying whether we really know it or not. We're saying things to God. Um, and then uh, the other thing we looked at last week was how uh, so many scriptures say, you have not because you ask not, or, or ask and you shall receive. So sometimes we just have to think about what we want and ask God for it. He's a yes God. He's always wanting to say yes. If you pray for stuff and God's always saying no, you're probably praying for the wrong stuff. I don't know. But it's a journey, and it's mysterious. The whole idea that we could talk to the creator of the universe and that he hears us is pretty mysterious, and it's pretty awesome. And the fact that he would speak back to us and that we hear his voice, it's, it's just amazing, and it's mysterious. So embrace the mystery. Uh, there's no formula for it. We're going to look at tonight the way that God speaks to us, uh, which is just so fascinating to me, that God would speak and that I could actually hear his voice. Tune out all the other voices in my head and actually hear God's voice. Uh, but in our men's group, we have a, a core value um, that says, 
uh, without ceasing. And it says, we will be diligent in prayer, talking to, and more importantly, listening to God. So listening to God. Uh, I guess the first thing is the, the fact is that God speaks. And when God speaks, it's big. When God spoke, the galaxies were formed, right? The universe was created because he spoke. Universe is uni is one, verse is sentence. The universe is one sentence. He spoke. and So it's a big thing when God speaks. Uh, So he speaks and universes are created, but he also speaks uh, intimately to us, and we can hear his voice. Uh, Jesus said over and over again, too, that those who have ears to hear, let them hear. I think what Jesus was saying was pay close attention, because we all have ears, right? But he's saying pay close attention uh, to, the, to these things. Um, Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call to me, and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. I love that. It's that mysterious thing that God is going to speak to you, and he's going to tell you stuff that you could never know otherwise. Um, John ten twenty seven, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. So if we are believers and God speaks, we should hear his voice, and we should know it's him when he speaks. Um, So how does God speak? Well, there's a lot of typical answers that people give for that question. Uh, And then mostly people say, you know, through the Bible and through creation and through prayer. And those are all true, and there's, I think there's innumerable, too many ways to list the way that God would speak to you. If you want God to speak to you through a sheet of paper, I bet he would. If you have ears to hear, let let that person hear. It's mysterious, remember, so embrace the mystery. God will speak to you. Uh, The important thing is that we're listening. So, yeah, God speaks through the Bible. Um, Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than any double-edged sword. Uh, It divides the soul and spirit. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So when you read the Bible... You will read God's word. You will know that he's speaking to you. Um, the Bible can seem like a, a difficult thing to some people. I don't know where to start, or it's, it's too big, and it's a lot, there's a lot of history and a lot of poetry there that is, I'm not familiar with. But start somewhere and get familiar with, with the Bible because it's, it's, it's gold. Uh, if you don't get a verse of the day, give me your phone number afterwards. I'll send you my verse of the day we do. It goes out to over 100 people now. And it's just a little something. But it's one little nugget of truth that you get every day. And isn't it a blessing? Yes. Right? Can I get an yes. amen? It's just a little something. And I can't tell you how many times when I'm praying, the word of God comes to my heart and I pray scripture. You know, I'll say, for example, Lord, I know that all things work together for my good. And, and scripture becomes a part of my prayer life. So get in the Bible, know the Bible, and uh, it will fuel your prayer life. And you will hear God speak to you. Uh, 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17 says that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness so that the man or woman of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So scripture, like I said, is gold. It is really um, a great way that God speaks to you. Uh, so get in the word, know the word. If you want to hear God's voice, which I'm sure we all do, right? We, I, we want God to speak to us, but we feel like it's, there's so many distractions. I don't know how to tune it out. And I don't know how, if I hear things, is that God? And I'm, is it just me or is it something I ate, right? Have you heard people say that? Um, in my experience, when I hear the voice of God, I know it's God right away. 
if I ever have to question it, like, Lord, was that you or was that something else? It, usually it's not. Usually right away I know that it's coming from the Lord, and it's reinforced with truth from Scripture and just truth that I know and I feel in my own heart. Uh, so there's not really a guessing game. So God speaks uh, through his word. He also speaks through creation. Uh, you've heard people say, like, I don't know about reading the Bible, but, man, when I go to the mountaintop or when I go to the beach, man, it's just like that's God's country. God speaks to me there. You f- I just feel so good when I'm there. My spirit, there's something in my spirit that's, that's happy when I'm there. That's God. Um, Romans 120. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I'm sorry. I don't know if this is Romans 120 or Psalm 19. 1, but uh, it says, for ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky. Through everything that God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, so that they have no excuse for not, go, for not knowing God. That's it. That, by the way, that is Romans 120. I'm going to look up on my phone here, Psalm 19, 1 through 4. It's going to say a very similar thing, that God has seen through creation. The human body alone, I mean, you just look at the human body and the way the heart beats and pumps the blood through the, you know what I'm saying? The way our eyes reflect light and we see color, it, it's a miracle. God is totally revealed through nature, through physical things. You see the way a bird flies. And it's sad that we're so distracted that we don't see the beauty of nature. You see the sun rise every morning and it feeds everything perfect. Everything's perfect, you know what I mean? It's set just right. We should ad- admire God when we go outside. But we're in our bubbles and we drive to work and we see the sunrise. Well, that's nice. And, you know, there's, there's two types of people that see a sunrise, and, and one person can say, oh, that's great. And the other person says, wow, God, that is awesome. That's amazing. You're amazing. And it'll just draw you closer to the Lord through something simple like a sunrise. And, and don't try to explain it like, oh, the smog layer in L.A. gives it that color. It's the, then you're losing the, you're losing the majesty of the whole thing, right? <clears throat> so I'm going to go to Psalm 19, verses 1 through 4 says, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day after day they utter speech, and night after night they reveal knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. Amazing. God is speaking through creation. Um, are we listening? That's the bottom line. That's really, do we, have, we all have ears, but do we have ears to hear what God is screaming to us through his word and through creation and then uh, through prayer? This is kind of a, is that an oxymoron? I don't know what it is, but God speaks through prayer. Well, of course, because we're talking to God and he's going to talk to us. But time of prayer, especially like we talked about last week, secret time in prayer, where you make time to just pray and get alone with God, I think he does reveal a deeper layer of himself I challenge all of you to commit some time to prayer, even if it's just a couple minutes where you get home and you're, you're not driving, you're not in the shower, you know what I mean? You're just praying, uh, and, uh, and watch how God will speak to you. Um, remember, he tells us great and unsearchable things. Uh, so another way God speaks to us is through music. Uh, I think it's in Second Chronicles, Jehoshaphat's army, he sent the band out before the army, it's just powerful, right? Music is powerful. We all know that. Um, I've, God has spoken to me through a certain song, but he doesn't speak to me every time I listen to that song. You know what I mean? It's mysterious. It doesn't have to be a Christian song either. God could speak to me to, through Rage Against the Machine. 
I'm just saying. Embrace the mystery. Listen to music with a heart, especially if you're praying, Lord, speak to me. I want to hear your voice. Speak to me through music. I think that's something that God would want to do. And, you know, get on your journey. And, and it, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Uh, and worship is important, too. There's a scripture that says he inhabits the praises of his people. I love that picture that he lives. That's where he lives is where he hey. We always clap for people when they're late. Hey, Kirk. <laughs> so God speaks through his word. He speaks through creation. He speaks through prayer and during times of prayer. And he speaks through music. Uh, and he inhabits the praises of his people. Uh, and again, all these areas are mysterious. The, really, the way that God speaks is by his spirit. And it might be by his spirit through the Bible or by his spirit through prayer or by his spirit in creation. And all these things overlap. You know, you could be uh, admiring creation and a scripture will come to mind. Now God is speaking through his word and creation and prayer. So all these things overlap. Uh, again, there's no formula. Embrace the mystery. <clears throat> God also speaks through other people. Um, you've heard people use the term like divine appointments. You know, I, I met this person and they just said just the right thing. And that person may not even know that they had the words of God. But if you have your ears attuned and you want God to speak to you, God will speak to you through other people. And it, it'll just be something they say and it'll just strike a chord and you'll know it's the Lord. And you can take that and... Run with it and, and store that in your heart. Those are the things that grow us, that make our faith deeper. You know, I don't believe in coincidence. When, you know, I, I read a scripture in the morning and then someone calls and says, hey, I check out this scripture. I'm like, dude, that's the one I read this morning. That's not coincidence to me. That's like, Lord, you're here. You're listening. Like, you're, you're, you're with me. I just know. Um, so, obviously, he speaks to other people, especially pastors and teachers. If you're in a church... Your pastor speaks to you every Sunday. You may not get, you may not hear God's voice every Sunday. You know, I, I'm somewhat of an intellectual. You like that intellectual? So I'll take notes and stuff. And sometimes I'm too busy taking notes that I don't hear the voice of the Lord speak through my pastor. I'm just too busy trying to take notes and right, get the get the notes down. So embrace the mystery. The main thing is that God speaks and that we have the capacity to hear Him. Um, couple stories in my life where God used other people to speak to me. Um, uh, when I was out and about and I was uh, using drugs and um, at my wit's end, I remember my brother Chris calling me one day over the phone and he said, have you seen my brother? I'm like, me? Uh, Matt? I don't know, Matt lives in Missouri. I don't, but, and Chris was choked up and he was crying and he said, uh, if you see my brother, you tell him I miss him, okay? I haven't seen him in years, and I miss him. I was like, oh, okay, I get it, dude. And looking back, I just heard the voice of God saying, I love you, Ben, and your brother loves you. And all you have to do is make the right decision, and you're going to be accepted. Didn't he tell Cain, if you do the right thing, won't you be accepted? Won't you be, right? So it was very easy for me. It was just another, I kind of see it as I was in the water drowning, and, and somebody had, tossed out the ring to me it was just one more pull closer to the shore it was one more my faith grew because of what chris said chris didn't know he was the voice of god that day but anyway uh another time my brother matt reached out to me and said i want to share these song lyrics with you so he read the song lyrics to a song to a to a song called uh, invisible basically god saying you're not invisible i see you see where you're at 
And the whole time I'm like, this is so cheesy, dude. You know? (laughs) But when I read the lyrics again after that, later that evening, I broke down in tears. And God spoke to me and said, Ben, you're not invisible. I see you. I'm with you. I love you. And really those things gave me strength to do the right thing and make make the right decision. Oh, am I doing it again? Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we're family. Yeah, so... um, God speaks through his word, he speaks through creation, he speaks through music, he speaks through prayer, he speaks through other people. And then this one uh, is interesting. God speaks through circumstances. Um, We have a tendency in our lives, we want to connect events together somehow. We want to put the pieces together when events happen in our life. It's just kind of the way we're we're wired, I think. Uh, If you saw... A man rob into a bakery and shoot a woman and take all the money out of the cash register, run out of the bakery and get hit by a bus and killed, what would you say? Well, the two events were connected. Obviously, he shot the woman and then he got hit by the bus, right? They're not connected, but we want to attach them, right? Like instant karma or instant justice, right? We would, we would want to attach those two events together. And our events happen in our lives, so... I think God has wired us to want to put the pieces together and say, hey, this event happened to me. Now this person is happening, the same event is happening to them. And, you know, you can start to have discernment in those areas and make sense of this crazy life, right? Because life's crazy. And when you see your circumstances not as coincidence but as divine appointments and as, you know, perfect in in God's hands, you know, God holds you in the palm of your hand, it's relieving. We don't have to stress so much, and we don't have to strive so hard. We can really have a little more faith and just trust God. He's working. He's always working. Um, So if God speaks through circumstances, it's basically saying that God has spoken through everything that's ever happened to every person ever and from all of history. Is that fair? God is speaking through everything that has ever happened, always. Everything that happens, God is speaking. That's, that's where I believe. That's what I believe. It, it, we don't hear it all. We don't make sense of it all. But if we have ears to hear, you will find out God is shouting to us. He is speaking through every single thing that has ever happened to every person, everywhere. I'm seeing some amens. Yeah, good. I'm glad you guys agree with that because this was one of those ones that was like, really? Circumstances? It's kind of like a loophole. you like, you know? But I love it because I do believe that. I do believe that God is speaking to us. Um, C.S. Lewis said, God whispers to us in our pleasures. He speaks to us in our conscience, but he shouts to us in our pains. And our pain is a really hard one to deal with. And a lot of times you're numb in pain and you don't hear the voice of God. But I do think this is true, too. When I was hurting, there were so many things. God was shouting to me, Ben, hey, and I, I didn't perceive it. I didn't respond to it even when I did hear it. Um, but I do believe that God uses hardship to get our attention. Uh, you guys know me and a lot of my story. I, I wouldn't be in a good place had I not gone through uh, a lot of the hardship that I had to, to endure um, I'm actually thankful for the hardship that I had to endure. It made me stronger. And it's funny, like when you talk to an old veteran or something, you'd say, hey, tell me about your life. They go right to the bad stuff. Oh, POW, three years. It was horrible. 
right? They tell you about all that hard stuff, but that's the stuff that made them who they are, right? Not always. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, life is tough, but uh, God is way tougher. Uh, and he's always shouting. Uh, I love this idea that he speaks through everything. Uh, a couple scriptures to back that up. Ephesians 4, 6 says he is over all, he is in all, and living through all. Colossians 1.17 says that he holds all things together. Romans 11.36 says that everything comes from him and exists by his power and is intended for his glory. He's in all, he's through all, he's by all, for all, always, at all times. We don't ever have to doubt that. All we have to do is tune our ears in and really listen, you know, and really start to grow your, your prayer life. Isn't it interesting? You talk about your prayer, and they call it a life. They don't say, well, my prayer habits... I pray you know, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, or yeah, I pray after work, or I pray in the shower. It, they don't call it your habits or your prayer routine. They call it prayer life. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Yeah. So um, God is always speaking. He's always shouting. Um, to ear, he that has ears, let him hear. God also spoke to Elijah in uh, 1 Kings chapter 19. This is also one of my favorites. God basically tells Elijah, go to the cave and wait for me. I'm going to speak to you. So God said, go and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. Can you imagine Elisha in the cave? First, God says, go away from me. I'm coming to talk to you. you know, like when somebody tells you that, like, hey, we need to talk. You're like, oh, dude, what are they going to say? What do they do? You know what I mean? So Elijah's probably sitting there at the mouth of the, or the entrance of the cave wondering, okay, God's going to speak to me. Okay, man, I wonder. And it doesn't say how long he waited there. But he's probably sitting there like, this is going to be crazy. So the wind starts. Can you imagine? And he's probably like, oh, my gosh, this is it. Here comes God, right? It's breaking rocks. I mean, that's some crazy wind. God was not in the wind. After the wind and earthquake, God was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake of fire, but God was not in the fire. Imagine Elisha going through all this stuff. Like, surely this has to be it now. The fire, after the earthquake and after the wind, he's like, this has got to be the voice of God. It's consuming everything. There's an Old Testament scripture that said our God is a consuming fire. So Elijah probably thought, here it is. Here's God. <clears throat> but God was not in the fire. And after all that, a still, small voice. The other translation says a gentle whisper. And God spoke to Elijah. If God speaks in a gentle whisper, how important is it that we really listen and turn down the TV and the radio and tune out the distractions if he's whispering, you know? When Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. What he was saying was pay close attention. I think he said that several times after teaching a parable. So he would teach a parable, which is mysterious and always a kind of odd story. And he would, he would, then he would tell people, pay close attention. Uh, it, it's a wonderful paradox that even though we found God, we still seek him, right? Isn't that cool? Yeah, you found God, but you still seek him. That's the important part, the journey that we're on. Embrace the mystery. Listen to the Lord. Um, he's speaking. He's shouting through everything. Um, he spoke to Moses through a burning bush. 
right? I mean, that's silly. He spoke to Balaam through a donkey. Um, he spoke to Mary and Joseph through angels. He spoke to Paul through a bright light on the road to Damascus suddenly. Um, God has spoken to me through bumper stickers and lottery tickets and all sorts of good stuff. One time I was driving and I was praying out loud, which I don't do very often at all, and I was uh, trying to find the right words, which I don't do very often at all. And I'm saying, Lord, teach me to be, you know, like happy or like okay with my circumstances. I'm like, what am I trying to say? Like, Lord, teach me to be, I'm like, um, content. And I look up and the bumper sticker says, I'm good. (laughs) I know it's like a silly little story. It doesn't really mean much to you probably. That was for me. God spoke to me and said, you are, you're good. You're content. It was just that, that in that moment, and it was just a little thing, and um, it fed my soul. And I love the idea of, the, of God being food to our souls because I can get fed today, and it was so good. But tomorrow I need more. You know what I'm saying? And tomorrow it could be so good, and you can feast and have this great thing, but the next day, you've got to keep eating, man. You've got to keep eating. We have to feed on those things, on spiritual things. Uh, another story, we uh, were really broke. Uh, I think our two-week unemployment check was like $656, and our rent was 650 So we paid the rent with our check, and we had 6 bucks for the next two weeks. And Kristen and I got into an argument about something, and she said, I'm going for a walk, and took off and started walking around Muscoy, San Bernardino. I'm like, she'll be back in five minutes. It's scary out there. <laughs> so like 45 minutes go by, and I'm like, dude, now i got to go driving around looking for her. So I'm driving around San Bernardino looking for her. <clears throat> and I, uh, there's train tracks there, and I'm going up and down. I finally see her. She's sitting next to the train tracks on a rock. She's got the biggest smile on her face. She's like this. <laughs> and she's just smiling at me. Remember, we just got into a big fight, and I pull up. Get in the truck. Get in the truck. She goes, I found a lottery ticket. I go, that's cool. Get in the truck. One hundred bucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another silly story, but yeah, she found a scratcher, scratched it off, and it had been in the sun. It was all faded. It was a hundred dollar winner. Yeah. Circumstances, or uh, I'm sorry, coincidence? I don't think so. I could choose to think of that and say, ah, sir coincidence who knows could have been who knows could be could not be or i can choose to say lord i think that was you speaking to me telling me you love me and you got me that i don't need to worry uh you know he jesus told us over and over again don't worry you're gonna have food the sparrows have food you know you don't have to worry so anyway god speaks through his word he speaks through creation speaks through music and prayer and other people and circumstances, and a gentle whisper, and everything that's ever happened to everyone, ever. He's always speaking. So in your prayer life this week, let's not just talk to God. Let's listen to God. I think a lot of times I do this. I say, Lord, uh, thank you for this day. Or, and God's like, yeah, today was crazy, wasn't it? Remember when, and I'm already moved on. I'm like, and thank you for this food. And God's like, oh, yeah, food was pretty good too, I guess. You know, you like that tuna? All right. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have this dialogue. It's just us, and we shout out to the Lord. We tell him what we not want and what we need, and we get on with our way. But spend some time in prayer to listen. When you go outside and admire creation, listen. 
when you talk to other people, listen. I do believe that he's speaking. Um, so let's just tune our ears to heaven and listen. Is there any questions or thoughts or takeaways, confirmations? First Kings chapter 19, I read 11 through 13. Yep. Yep, the gentle whisper. Is a quiet little thing. Me too. Has anybody else experienced that? It's a kind of a quiet, gentle speaking into your heart. It's usually not blasted on a megaphone or in a fortune cookie. Fortune cookies are weak nowadays, though, aren't they? <laughs> you, you, know, you know that, don't you? You know it without knowing it. God has spoken to me in little acts of service that way all the time. Um, pull over. Help that guy on the side of the road. Oh, man, I already passed him. Make a U-turn, dude. Really? I drove home one day, and the guy was pulled over on my off-ramp there, right by the house. I went home, and I'm like, oh, I have to go now. So I went back to help, but I know it was God saying, go help that person. He had a um, harvest sticker on his van, so that's why I kind of felt compelled. I said, you know why I pulled over to help you? And he said, why? I said, well, because you have a harvest sticker on your van. He goes, oh, that's my sister's van. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Either way. It's a tricky one, praying for the wrong things. I think it's important to pray. Pray about everything and anything you want. Just start to pray. Eventually, you will go deeper, and you won't pray as much for the traffic. Or I, I feel bad about that stuff now. I'm like... I'm basically saying, God, make my life easy, would you? I mean, this is 30 miles an hour. I could be doing 60 right now. I think God is so much bigger and into the deeper things. Uh, it's always about concern for another person, especially. If you feel an inkling to go help a person, that's God speaking to you. You probably didn't come up with that genius idea on your own. The Holy Spirit is moving you to service, to show other people, to serve other people. Anything else? He he whispers in our pleasures. Because our pleasures are great, right? He speaks to us in in our conscience, our kind of middle ground or normal thing. Shouts to us in our pain, yeah. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah, I'm not deep enough for that one, but that's good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's pray. Thank you, Lord. You're so good, God. So good to me and to my family. To your people. Lord, you love us and care about us so much. If we could only understand the height and width and depth of your love and compassion for us. If we could only show what that's like to the world around us, to the people around us, to our, even the close people around us, our families. This world would be a better place. God, you, you call us the light of the world, the salt of the earth, um, because you've given us your spirit. You've made us in your image to speak life. God, I just uh, lift up everybody in this room and, and pray, God, that you would speak to them this week. Speak to me, Lord, this week. Continue, God, to tell us things like, good morning, I love you, dear child. Go help this person. Go say you're sorry. Go read your Bible. 
God, I pray that you would just give us things to do. Give us work. Your work is a true blessing and a true reward, God. Um, Such an awesome thing, Lord, that we speak to you, that you hear us, that you speak back to us, that we could hear you. Help us, Lord, to truly respond to you when we hear you. Uh, Thank you for this night, and thank you for my family that's here, and for my mama's birthday, for the dessert. Thank you for everything, Lord. You are truly a giver. Gave everything so that we could have everything. Thank you again, Jesus. We love you. It's in your name we pray. You have been listening to the Genesis Podcast. We invite you to join us at one of our weekly gatherings. You can find more information at www.thegenesisstory.com as well as opportunities to help financially support this podcast. Thank you for listening.